The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information. Now establishing data link. Accessing. Hello and welcome to Make It So, episode number 26. Um, right, couple of things for you people out there. First of all, very, 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 very sorry that we haven't been around for the last two weeks. Um, unfortunately, first week, Richard had just gotten back from um, San Francisco and was flewed up, so uh, had was a bit ill and uh, couldn't make it down for the recording session, so that was why we missed one episode. Um, and the second episode, unfortunately, last week, uh, Alison, Richard's girlfriend, broke her ankle. Well, not broke her ankle, but has seriously hurt her ankle. And uh, with a newborn dog running around the house, it's pretty difficult for them to leave, for Richard to leave the house. Um, and this week, unfortunately, Richard isn't here either. And Richard has basically said that I should go ahead and do the show um, by myself. Uh, I'm only joking. With me here this week is Will Tristram. Hello. Who you might know from a few episodes back. You came on and did one. I can't remember what it was. I uh, did one about um, Wesley Crusher. Yes. The Wesley Snuff Crusher nose, hate. Little punk. The Wesley Crusher hate first. Um, and who you also may know from various episodes of movies you should see. And The Definitive Word, which is Will's show, mm-hmm. which is out on Fridays and Saturdays, that sort of time. And, Check uh, it out. It covers various aspects of social culture and 20 first century living with hilarious shenanigans ensuing. Everything. I mean, Mike, uh, Mike's uh, a stalwart. uh, Definitive word. Definitive word. Yeah, so. It's a great show. You should listen to it if you don't listen to it already. <laughs> um, and we have such charming, charismatic people such as myself and Will. Um, and what there do is, you want, people? Right, and I'm sorry to have to break this to everybody out there, but unfortunately it is true. There is more to life than Star Trek. Yes. So, I, so I've heard, I, I know, so I, know I, I only recently realised this, um, but unfortunately it is true. Someone pointed it out to me and I had no recourse. Um, anyway, anyway, second thing I need to bring up before we go on to the subject of this here show, and should hopefully be leading on to said subject uh, within a matter of seconds, is um, a lovely chap called Dr. Rich James Roberts. 
I nearly said Robert James then, which would have been really stupid. Dr. James Roberts, um, who uh, has a PhD in quantum physics and uh, who listened to our show, is an avid listener to our show, and uh, basically heard about Cody Knox giving us uh, the entire set of uh, Deep Space Nine. And thank you again for Cody Knox for doing that. That's brilliant. Richard is on season five as we speak and uh, chowing through those and loving every second of it, as am I. And uh, Dr. James Roberts, Dr. Roberts, <laughs> Dr. Roberts has uh, kindly bought the entire series of Star Trek The Next Generation for myself, which had already had a copy, um, which now sit proudly on my shelf. I've pretty much watched all of season one in the last week um, and should be getting on to season two now. Where's my free stuff, Mike? Well, hey? can you- someone post me seven of nine? Maybe. <laughs> And I'll do stuff to her. Post you seven of nine. Yeah, what's her real name? I don't know. Jerry, Jerry Ryan or something. No, that's the writer. She's a very um, attractive lady. Some Something like that, yes. Um, so, yes, our very, very generous <laughs> listeners from Make It So. And uh, now um, Dr. Roberts goes up on our list of um, of uh, people we love <laughs> with, uh, with, with Cody Knox. And, uh, Cody Knox, that's a Cody good name. Knox. You've got um, a cool name, Cody. Yeah. Uh, we also had a very, very generous listener who donated £50 for us to buy a new microphone as well um and uh i should have found out his name uh richard i richard's dealing with that i don't know his name and richard isn't here this week um things just grind to a halt when richard's not here so apologies to the lovely chap who's donated 50 quid you will get your (laughs) shout out next week uh but i can't go and find an email right now i don't know i don't know who it was um so yes, uh, so thank you very much for Dr. Dr. Roberts. And uh, as repayment for that, uh, he has requested that the episode um, to be done this week is how to get your girlfriend on Star Trek. Because apparently he's tried. He's tried many times. Right. Um, and has tried some of the more you know natural courses of how you would do it, what you'd show the best stuff first, right? And then, and then no, just no, just, just wouldn't accept it. Have you tried drugging her? Drugging her. Mm-hmm. What was it you were saying generally? Like, if you're watching Star Trek, then you don't have girlfriends. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, because you've got a girlfriend, you I know. Uh, Rich has got, got a girlfriend. girlfriend. Um, you guys watch more Star Trek than I do, and I don't have a girlfriend. That's true. So maybe things are beginning to change. Maybe. maybe. No, it's a good way. I mean, let me go on a limb here. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon more guys watch Star Trek than girls? On a limb. I think that would be a correct supposition. I yeah. think that the majority of um, Star Trek viewers are male. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it's that disproportionate, um, especially in America. I've seen a lot of in these programs going around, fan conventions, I've seen a lot of female fans. That said... Out of all of my female friends and out of the people I know on a day-to-day basis, the only person I know, the only girl I know, um, sorry, woman I know, um, who watches Star Trek and quite likes Star Trek is Alison. Richard's girlfriend. So Richard might have a more unique perspective on how to bring girls onto stage. He Trek. should be here. He should be here. I don't know how to actually, I don't know if Alison liked it before. Richard or after Richard or, you know, or in between or something like that. Or if she watched it occasionally and then watched it loads now and, and everything like that. I know she likes Deep Space Nine a lot more than she likes Next Gen. Um, Do you reckon that's because that's more like a soap opera? 
It's, it's not more like a soap opera. It is. Come on, you've got you've got your you've got your your town, you've got your Erinsborough or your Melrose Place right there on Deep Space Nine, and you know you've got the bar, and you got you know different. You got the the guy who's a tailor. I'm sorry. Well, right straight away. Where how many episodes? Knows your name. How many episodes Deep of Space Neighbors? Nine. How many episodes of Neighbors <laughs> or Coronation Street or? I don't know, dynasty involved intergalactic war. I did say it had to how, be a realistic soap, soap opera. opera. Well, how many of them involved a shape-shifting entity, um, a symbiotic creature and or aliens that wanted to kill them on a daily basis? Other than EastEnders, I don't know. Well, yeah, that's a good point. EastEnders <laughs> is fairly similar to Deep Space Nine. There's a couple of them in there. There's only marginal changes. I think really the people who produce EastEnders <laughs> ought to look into this. Maybe they can sue Deep Space Nine producers for Possibly, for copyright, possibly. copyright infringement. Um, right. So, get, so getting on your girlfriends on Star Trek. Then. Right. Getting them, well, yeah. I, I don't know, because I think... Uh, Have you ever tried to get a girl on Star Trek? I don't think so. I think I've always kept it as my dirty little secret. Yeah, likewise. You know? Um... um <laughs> In fact, I had great, right, because I, I, I've only started seeing my girlfriend, like, within the last uh, few months and everything, like, four months. And um, and she knew that we did movies you should see. This is going to sound horrible. Um, she she knew that I recorded movies you should see. But when I was recording Make It So... Um, you lied to her, didn't, I didn't you? No, I didn't lie. I didn't lie. I omitted the, some facts. I would say to her... I didn't lie. I omitted facts. I omitted facts. <laughs> um, I basically... She'd say, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I'd say, oh, I'm just recording a show. That would be it. The the implication of which was that I was recording movies you should see. And I never said I'm recording movies you should see when I was recording Make It So. And then eventually she did actually ask the question, what are you recording on Mondays? Because you did the recording for movies you should see a few weeks ago, didn't you? And it's uh, Make It So. It's like, really? What, what, what's Make It So? Um, it's a hodgepodge it's, of it's, 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 uh, Yeah, it's, like, it's, uh, it's a Star Trek podcast. You know, Star Trek. Yeah. And uh, and I was quite glad because I didn't get dumped on the spot. Mate, that's so, always a bonus. So, you know, that was the thing. But that was actually a genuine worry. Not that, no, not that she was going to dump me because I, was gonna, <laughs> to, uh, because I was doing a Star Trek podcast, but more that, there would be some kind of looking down on you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those weird ones. Um, also, it's quite funny because she said, um, she said, make it so. It doesn't make any sense. And I was like, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense? And it's like, the words, they don't make any sense. Make it so. It doesn't make any, and it's like, make it so. It's, it's a phrase from Star Trek, the next generation. <laughs> we've, we've, we've used it as the title. Well, and, how we, I, I mean, I sounded even more geeky. Well, um, but hey, it's, it's the pressure we have for, for actually enjoying. Yes. A program. I mean, have you, I mean, is she, have you ever watched a Star Trek nope. with a girl before? Nope. Um, no, actually, never. I've never, um, I think, my first two or three girlfriends didn't like it. Um, uh, uh, I'd seen it, but didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of them, I think, were in a sort of phase when I wasn't watching that much of it because I'd watched all of it and then I'd stop watching it. I'm in a resurgence at the moment, as it were. Um, and, yeah, so this is sort of like the first opportunity, really, where 
I could actually Test do that. I could do that. And she's a massive film fan. She loves films um, and everything. And she's a screenwriter, so she's into narratives and that sort of thing. And I think from a narrative point of view, she'd probably really appreciate some things in Star Trek because especially in like Next Gen and stuff like that, how they managed to get a full story in 44 minutes, mm-hmm. like 42 minutes. And it's, you know, it's got the beginning and the middle and an end and it, you know, wraps itself up and you have, you know, tension and character dynamics all in this, in this very brief period. Um, and the amount of situations that you can come up with within the framework of the Starship Enterprise and everything else. Um, so I think she'd be quite interested in that. And it, the way I'd probably approach it, um, and I think I've said this before, uh, we, we mentioned this briefly on another program, but I think the way I'd approach it, I'd start with Star Trek Two. Because you're starting with the classic ship. Now, everyone knows Dr. Spock. So we're talking about the film here. The film, yeah. yeah. Right. Everyone knows Dr. Spock. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Captain Kirk. Um, not everyone knows everyone else. But, you know, they know the Enterprise. They know, if they don't know anything else, they know about Dr. Spock. And that's the, that's the big one, really. Star Trek Two is the best movie. So already you're starting on an up point. Um, and it follows on to Star Trek Three, and then it follows on to Star Trek Four, the one about the whales. So you'd have to mm. brisk them through because Star Trek Three, although is one of my favourite Star Trek films, isn't very isn't everyone's cup of tea. And that would probably you'd have to it'd be touch a go as whether or not you'd survive that one or not. But then if you got them onto the one with the whales, then they'd love it. Yeah, um, I, the, I quite like the one with the whales. The problem what with the, the one with the whales weapons? is that there's so much backstory that you can't. You can. Because it wraps, it tells you about the backstory when you start, but it's very, it's a bit confusing if you haven't seen two and oh, you'd, one, you'd, two I and think three. you'd have to if you're trying to get your girlfriend into that. You'd, you'd have, have to start to, yeah. two, three, four. Would never start with the motion picture because it's long and boring. It's just a bit um, strange. It's just a bit odd, and it's not within. It doesn't. It's not within the realm, and it's not a very good Star Trek. Um, I wouldn't start with five. I'd probably skip five. Actually, I'd do it two, Is three, that four, the and six. Undiscovered country. No, five is the final frontier. Six is the undiscovered country. Right. Okay. Undiscovered country is very good. I'm. Um, I'm um, okay. I'm a bit confused now between Final Frontier and Undiscovered Country. Final Frontier is the one with Spock's brother who comes and nicks the Enterprise, and they go to the end of the galaxy. And oh, oh, yeah, Bill Shatner yeah, yeah, meets yeah, yeah, God, yeah. and it's not yes, God. It's yeah, alien. It's, and, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's absent with his eyes, and to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crap. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, six is the one where the Klingons when they want to go, they want to have peace. And uh, is that the one with the shape shifting model? Yes, and, right. Uh, the Chancellor's and the guy with the testicles in his knees. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy who had his patch nailed to his face and right, yeah, and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So that, right. that's one of the better ones. So I'd probably do it. Yeah, two, three, four, skip, skip five, six. And that would be a good starting block. Now, if you're surviving that, then you can sort of push the envelope, so to speak, and move on to other items. Um, <laughs> when it comes to Next Generation, right? Uh, would you say if you um, showed them two, three, four of the original films, yeah, and they quite liked that, and they showed some interest in going on to the next generation. Yeah. Would you then start off with the films and say, well, there's a whole backstory here, <laughs> and if they like the films and maybe they'd be more inclined to watch a series? Because I think the idea of watching 11, how many series of Next Generation? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven years worth of... Yeah. Is, I reckon it would be less appealing to a lady than, say, watching a motion picture <laughs> well, the thing- version. Right, because I, um, 
Alison and Richard are a bit unusual in terms of... That uh, they are. Uh, <laughs> I mean, in terms of, like, you know, getting someone to actually sit down and watch that much Deep Space Nine. They've pretty much sat and watched all of those together from season one to season four now. They've just finished season four and they're on to season That's five. That's true love, man. Um, and, yeah, but Alison's into it and really likes it and everything. And there's, you know, the big storyline and everything else. That's a fairly unusual case. Um... I would say it's probably more more likely to do next gen. You don't have to, the thing with next gen is you don't have to watch all of them. That's the great thing with next gen. Um, beyond, um, you know, there are advantages with long running storylines, like we've said before about like Deep Space Nine and the fact that you can build up a larger story, therefore you can build up characters and mm-hmm. and plot lines that you care about, not just characters that you care about, but stories. How is this going to resolve? What's going to happen next? Who's going to get killed next? What's going to you know, and all of that. And that was interesting. And like you know, I think the fans of Voyager have a similar thing with you know, are they ever going to get home? Of course they are. But you know, will they go through the wormhole now? No. Will that woman with the cheese grater voice die? No. But but, you know, um, all of these... You're talking about Janeway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I saw her in an episode of Cheers and she was yeah. exactly the same. Poor girl, poor Kate. Um, Mulgrew. Mulgrew. Yeah, the grew. The grew. Um, where did they find her? In Cheers. Um, yeah, she looked exactly the same as well. <laughs> but, yeah, so they... Um, well, yeah, they had the same thing with the, the story and everything like that. But then on the other side, you've got Next Gen, which has um, in some excellent episodes and some not-so-excellent episodes and everything else. And if you know the series as well as uh, I do, then you can you could go through... I could go through and select 20 of the best and do them in chronological order and do, like, the 20 best episodes or something like that and see how much she's into it then. And then maybe on her own time she could take off the DVDs and, and do them. And Can I pose a question? Uh-huh. Um, pose away. It was the Doctor who asked you to um, put this forward, yes. as it were. What's, it, what's his name again, sorry? Dr. Roberts. Dr. Roberts. Now, I'd just be in, quite interested to know if, you know, he said, how, how would you get your girlfriend into Star Trek? I'd be interested to know, has she shown an interest... Or is he kind of, is she, is she like well against it? Because well, you know. I think, no, I don't think she has shown an interest. I think he's tried to get his lady into Star Trek by, by playing her various uh, films and, mm. and everything and, and just not, just, just can't get her into it and just can't get her to. It might be worth the, trying to find something. Can't get the two loves yeah. of his life to have fine cohesion together and that's you, you see know. i'd need to know more about her as a person you know like what what else she likes and what other because th- there might be something out there that she enjoys that he can go ah yes but you know this kind of parallels this in 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 star trek and oh, you know kind true. of thing and uh maybe she has some qualities and beliefs that is also shared by a character captain picard you know, or yeah. You know, yeah there's plenty of strong female characters in in um in most know, of the, star in the Treks, yeah. next generation at least you know and, and beyond really because, um, well, I think strong so. Strong female characters. Well, I thought that Tashi R before they killed her off was quite a strong Yeah, and she was in all of 22 episodes. Yeah, but she wanted to go do softcore porn, didn't she? Yeah, well, they didn't like that back then. Nowadays, I'd encourage it. Um, and you've got old Mulgrew, the Gru. They made the a bloody Gru. woman a captain of a ship, for God's sake. What more do you want? Yes, I know, I know. It's a shame. It's a shame it was her. Well, but um, there you go. There's, there's another way into it. You've got a female captain. You know, mm-hmm. if, if your girlfriend, you know, if you can build her well, up, then... Hey, I could discover Voyager again. Um, you know, um, it would involve getting Voyager on DVD. Yeah, uh, is it really worth it? Yeah, I don't know. 
don't know. But you know, hey, we we got DS9 on DVD, and then we talked about that. So, um, yeah, so that's next on your list, people. Yeah. Uh, Give us Voyager. Yeah. Actually, what I really want is a um, a uh, what region are we in in this country? Two. I'd like really love a region two copy of uh, Nemesis, please. So. Um, if you could wing it to me, care of uh, make it so. Come on, people! I know you're out there. If you if, if you can send bug lugs here, the entire series, you can do me this one favor, can't you? Yes. Saves me buying it. But then again, you've been here for 26 shows, mate. You know they feel yeah. a rapport with you. I'm just yeah. some guy. You're 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 um you're cheeky. You are. <laughs> you're um. Uh, Mate, I want the easy life. You're, you're cheeky coming in and, uh, and asking for these sort of things. Not asking, so, demanding. You know, you know, demanding. D- demanding these things from my people. Um, <laughs> no, no, don't send them anything. Nothing. Chocolate bar, maybe. Oh, yeah, go on. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> where were we? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Voyager, yeah, no, I mean, maybe, I don't know, there's a thing to identify with. I mean, Kira and Dax are strong female characters. Yeah, yeah, Um yeah. I don't think Beverly is, I don't think Deanna, mm, Deanna certainly no, is. Deanna's a wet fish. Deanna was just tits and ass, really, wasn't she? Dressed up as a uh, yeah. semi-important character. I mean, what about Polanski? She was relatively... Polanski. Was I mean, it she Pulaski? Was, was it Pulaski? I don't know. Maybe. No, no, maybe, I think you're right. No, it no, was no. Plantaski. I'm thinking... Of Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. P- Pulaski. 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 Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. real popper stopper, that one. Yeah. Gentleman drinking pants. <laughs> Penis pants. Pulaski. Pulaski. I mean, because she was, I mean, she had qualities that, you know, would, was quite, you know. She was annoying as fuck. Yeah, um, but she, she knew what she wanted. She did, she did. And she for did. the modern day woman getting to Star Trek. Yes, yes, yes it was. You know, you don't be looking at people like Diana, mm. thinking all tits and ass, you know, mm. and Beverly's just a bit, uh, mm. oh God, it's all right, you know. But mm. I think Pulaski's probably more. Yeah. With the modern, the modern woman's. Well, don't forget Guinan or Ensign Rowe. Ensign Rowe, yeah. Now, Ensign was... Rowe was, a uh, was an up and coming kind of like, uh, she was a. They kind of they groomed her for Kira's role in Deep Space Nine. What happened? Um, she wanted to pursue a film career. Fair enough. I suppose that's a problem. You know, people getting don't want to get typecast, do you? That kind of thing. The thing of it is, um, is that with Star Trek, it doesn't really matter um, because there's nothing you can be typecast as mm. apart from a starship captain. Or something like that. I mean, look at like all the roles that Patrick Stewart's played after. Yeah, but he's a Patrick proper Bob. actor. Though. He yeah. was always, he was always. Because he thought he was going to fail, didn't he? When he first started, he lived out of a suitcase for. Well, look God at Alexander Sadig or um, Alexander Sadig, Doctor Bashir, and you know he's. Oh done yeah, yeah, himself. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think and like Cole Meany and everything Cole else. Meany. And, you know, but they, they well, Cole Meany had a bit of a career before, um, mm. but. You know, they've all kind of like survived and gotten out of it and done other things and everything. You know, and they didn't have to sacrifice the career on Star Trek in the mm. process. They still managed to get a film career um, going afterwards and get more roles afterwards. As long as you're good, yeah, it doesn't really yeah. matter. But anyway, um, another way might be finding like like we just named some good actors there. Um, yeah. Find find you know out if there's any actors in Star Trek who your girlfriend. Likes, likes, has seen other stuff. That's you know? If she's into films, though, well, if she's mate, if she's not into films, mm. 
and you're trying to get into Star Trek as well, then you're going to have a hell of a job on your hands there, you know? You see, there's the modern thing as well. Now, someone has pointed this out on the forums, because we've, we've got a bit of flack on the forums um, about the fact that we don't do much on Voyager and we don't do much on Enterprise. And I think that um, and uh, the supposition that was made, quite rightly so, is that it's mainly because when we were about the age from about 10 to 16, what was going on was next-gen and DS9. And then when we got to about 15, 16 years old, you discovered girls and other things. Boozing. Boozing and... and Romulan and ale. <laughs> and, and, and that kind of Why stuff. Why is it blue? Yeah, you gave up playing the trombone and everything. <laughs> and uh, The braces came off. Yeah, the braces came off. I, I played the trombone just because... Will I played Ryker, the trumpet, Just mate. because Will Riker played it. <laughs> um, no, no, I say that ain't so. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it is. That's how bad oh. I was. So, yeah, so the, um, <laughs> you know, you were, I was a class A geek when I was young, man. I bet you prayed for a beard like that, class didn't you? Class A, I did. I <laughs> prayed for the beard I have today. Oh. Um, so, yeah, the, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so all of these things. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, the, the, the not talking about Enterprise and, um... Yeah, 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 yeah. Not talking about Enterprise and Voyager. And because, it, um, and the main reason was, is because, like, we give Voyager a lot of slack and a lot of crap. And granted, it's not as good as DS9 or as good as Next Gen, but it's not entirely bad. And I've seen good episodes and I know there are good episodes out there. Rich is uh, like-minded. He knows that there are good episodes, um, that are floating around out there, but you just got to find them and listen to them. Listen to them. Watch them. Watch them. Um, don't listen to them. God, then you just hear a voice and not see it. The main problem I have with it is her, really. Um, but maybe her character becomes better later on. I can't, I don't know. I haven't, I don't I haven't seen them. But maybe, yeah, maybe, um, at Enterprise as well. And we didn't, we don't, we don't discuss that. I actually have seen almost all of Enterprise. It was the theme tune that got me, man. Yeah. Come along, we. It just felt wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know it's like a precursor to the entire thing, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it does. It does seem just wrong it's on several levels. Bon Jovi style, mm. you know, soft rock. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the person, uh, the, the the forum entry again. It did. It did point out like that there there have some been some absolutely absolutely stonking episodes of Enterprise, and and there were there were along the way. Um, it just had a few fundamental problems with it, um, as with Voyager, um, and they just weren't as good as Next Gen or DS Nine. And I don't know whether or not that's because we were growing up with Next Gen and DS Nine mm. that I seem to think that, but. See what it's like in 10 years after... See what it's like in 10 years. But maybe, yeah, maybe getting into Voyager through, like, I don't know, um, maybe introduce them. In fact, the other technique I'd, I'd, I'd probably employ would be to start them with Enterprise. Because Enterprise is modern, it's recent. Yeah, yeah. Um, barring the theme tune, um, it's not that bad. If you haven't seen any of a Star Trek, then all of the problems with it being part of the, the continuity in the universe, it doesn't have to follow. Mm. There, there are a few things that would need to be explained to the uh, the person who hasn't seen any Star Trek before. But actually, starting someone on Enterprise would be quite an interesting experiment to see how much they wanted to see the stuff afterwards, what mm -hmm. goes on afterwards, because it's the beginning of the story, effectively, just done at the end. Mm -hmm. So it's not got so many of the bad production values, so you can get your head around that. You can, It's modern TV, you can get a, your head around that. It's got the cooler as well. It's, yeah, it's got, you know, it's got Quantum Leap. They liked Quantum Leap when they were younger, then maybe. Yeah, exactly. 
and it's a short series as well. There's only four seasons. Oh, um, right, has it stopped now? Oh, yeah, it? yeah, it got cancelled a few years ago. Just don't, not very good ratings for the last well, series. Yeah. Um, it's a theme to you, man, that's what it did it. But, um, but yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I think that's, like, I think that would be a really good way to do it, actually, would be to start with Enterprise. Yeah. Now, that's, that's a really weird suggestion coming from me, because I'm, I mean, I'm not a big fan of... I am a... I'm, well... Are you, uh, are you a fan because you kind of... Because it's all part of the same creature you know it's kind of you because i felt a little bit because when i watched enterprise and and voyager as well um and i didn't like it as much say i felt a little bit bad because i'm thinking well you know at the end of the day it's all come from the mind of roddenberry roddenberry's creation which i really do like and maybe i should Mm. be giving it a little bit more but at the end of the day that just didn't strike a chord with me as much as say next generation for me is by by far and away the the the, the best one. The, the best one. I think it's. I think it is generational. You know. I think it is yeah. generational. I mean, I think our bunch. We put a lot of nods to the original series in that. That's the. It's the original series, and that without that, you don't have next gen. You don't have Deep Space mm. Nine. You don't have anything else that goes on. Um, and the films. The films are enjoyable. Like uh, far more enjoyable than the series because they're the you know the high production values. The actors have got more time, so they've you know, the performances aren't as cheesy and the writing isn't as bad and and everything else. And, and yes, I think the films is, yeah, the films is one good place. Enterprise would be another good place. Not because, yeah, not because Enterprise is the best series, but because it's the most modern, because it's relatively short. So that's, that would be my official recommendation. No, I concur with that, man. I concur because. I wouldn't start them on Deep Space Nine. Well, how many seasons Deep Deep Space Nine? Deep Space Nine had seven seasons. And the thing with Deep Space Nine, again, is I can't imagine anyone sitting down and watching Deep Space Nine who hadn't sat down and watched Next Gen. No, you'd need some kind of... Um, no one I've ever talked to. I've never spoken to anybody. I've never known a Star Trek fan who was just a Deep Space Nine fan. Mm. They're always a Next Gen and Deep Space Nine fan. You know, there's never any DS9 and Voyager fans either, or Voyager, just Voyager fans. They're always Voyager and Next Gen fans. Some people really didn't like Deep Space Nine, really didn't like it. Well, it's Craig a- doesn't like it. Craig I, hates it. I never got into it so as much as my bro or my dad. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't because it was bad at all, nothing like that. It was just, I think it was because it was a... I did the same thing with Next Generation. Is I'd, I'd watch the films with Shatner and stuff, mm. and then when Next Generation came along, I was like, "Oh, you know, this is going to be different. It's not going to be the same." But then I fell in love with Next Generation, mm. and then when Deep Space Nine c- came along, I was still a bit bummed from Next Generation coming to a close. Mm. You know, I know they were doing the films and all that kind of thing, yeah, but yeah. it would go from like once once a week watching an episode with my dad and my brother. That when Deep Space Nine came along, I was kind of like, it's not the same. So I almost went out of my way not to watch it as much. Yeah, yeah. So, um. It's a shame. The thing is, no one knew how well DS9 was going to do mm. later on. And I think as well, the story. Yeah, there's a few things that are going against Voyager in this respect. Um, in the, the story of the characters, I don't think. I still genuinely don't think. I mean, maybe if I watched all of them, then I'd maybe have a different opinion, but I still don't think any of the characters stand up against any of the characters from the other series. That's including the original series, um, yeah. the, or at least the yeah. main three in the original series. That's including Enterprise as well. I think Enterprise has stronger characters than Voyager in certain respects. And the mm. story, because you basically what you did, what they did is... And I know they had to do it because they had to sort of make, you know, you have to be, allow yourself a certain amount of creativity is that they chucked it out of its context. And 
they put it to the other side of the galaxy and like every now and then you'd get like an alien cop crop up who who'd appeared in the other series and that would be like a little bit of a special thing if like you know the borg the borg, the borg yeah, turning yeah. up and everything um but you know they had to invent a whole load of different aliens you had a crew you were unfamiliar with in a context that you're not familiar with so it instantly sort of I don't know, it just didn't work as well or whatever it was. I don't know what it was. I, I, I need to watch them again. But, the, but yeah, I wouldn't start someone on Voyager. I wouldn't start someone on Deep Space Nine because of the, the length of them. Mm. Um, I'd maybe go through, and because the stories ran for, like, such a long time, and because the context of it, you know, you'd have to explain the context of Voyager every time you watched yeah. a new episode. Yeah. Voyager had long-running stories as well. Like um, there was like a romance between Belana Torres and Tom Paris and and uh, Chakotay and Seven of Nine and all that. They had the relationship dramas going on, whereas Next Gen never really had that, apart from a little thing with Riker and Troy and a little thing with Worf and Troy. Yeah. You know, Troy's the- a slut. Troy. <laughs> Troy. <laughs> okay, right. Would you, if you were starting them off, yeah. Would you go Enterprise, then have a look at the films two, three, four? No. Or would you still start off with the films? If they don't like two, three, four, and and six, if you if you show them those four films and they're still not into Star Trek, there's it's no hope. Not meant to be. There's not. It's not meant to be. No. Showing them Enterprise is not going to help. Do you think if you show them those four films and then? Mm. show them enterprise and, and, and they like it and they want to see more then i'd say show them enterprise because then that's do you think there's a stigma to start well i know there's a stigma to star trek the fact that if you know that they your girlfriend might think or get this sudden rushing image of a guy you know in an overcoat in a room by himself watching star trek when you know a lot of normal people or i can i mean okay nobody's normal no but you know yeah what's normal there's two... It's what everyone else is, and you are not. Exactly. I mean, is there a stigma there which may put off a few people from seeing it, and then and then when they watch it, they think, you know, actually what, it's it's a show. You know, mm. yes, it's set in space aboard a ship, and there's battles and stuff, but... Space it, opera. It, You've got yeah. to get, like... Space soap opera, mate. Space opera. You've got to kind of, um... <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> You've, um... Shut up, Wesley. Yeah. You've, shut um... Up, boy. Shut up, Beverly. You've got to have a... Yeah, yeah. you've got to get into the mindset, and I suppose it's difficult to get somebody who's an adult into the mindset. Mm. It would be far easier to get someone who's like 10 or 12 years old into Star mm. Trek. But then again, if you're going out of a 10 or 12-year-old, then give me your address and um, I'll, we'll send report the, you. I'll send the police. <laughs> um, and we'll get that sorted out right away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, you know, it's, it's easy to get someone who's younger into Star Trek because I think it, 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 it intrinsically appeals to younger people. Mm. Um, and it feels like something that adults, it's something that adults are watching as well. And, you know, it feels really grown up and there's lots of big words in it and there's lots of action and there's, you know, you know, there's no nudity and there's no real violence you know there's bits and pieces here and there a few phaser burns a few phaser burns and stuff like that and apart from like one or two seasons of deep space nine which got pretty violent but you know the for the majority of the time it's not and so you know i think it's 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 a healthy thing for kids to get into but getting your girlfriend into it's really fucking difficult it's a poser when when you said we were doing the show about that i was like man that is a yeah it is a tough one i mean if you're a trekkie out there and you're into it and you find a girl who is into star trek then you're a lucky, lucky person, yeah. you know? But I 
find it quite a daunting task, personally. Mm. Uh, personally. To, also, uh, also, James, wh- wh- why would you want to? I mean, this is another thing, really. I mean, okay, I, I think it's more, uh, he was more getting at the fact that you'd want to sort of do it um, so you'd spend time together. And like I say, like the cohesion of your t- the two loves of your life, bring mm-hmm. Star Trek and the woman you love together. And then all three of you can sit and have happy times watching dinner and uh, watching dinner, eating dinner and <laughs> watching, watching Star dinner, Trek. Eating Star Trek. Eating Star Trek and watching dinner. And, you know, you can, <laughs> you'd be able to do that. And I suppose that's what he's getting at. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I I like it when my girlfriend's not around, you know, stick on an episode of Star Trek, you know, it's kind of like it's fun just to watch it by yourself, you know, it doesn't necessarily, but then again, I suppose it's different if you live with your girlfriend as well. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. It makes there's so many different random factors coming into it, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Just because you start going out with a girl doesn't mean you have to give up Star Trek. No. You might have to... If you're a really avid viewer of it, you might have to bring it back a touch if she's not into it. But like I said, if you can find her and get her into it, or she's already into it, you're lucky. So, you know, yeah, yeah. good luck with that, uh, yeah. Doctor. Doctor. James. Yeah. Doctor James. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. No, I like your plan, though, of Enterprise and... Uh, hmm. Anyone else have, uh, a, have a better plan? Uh, get onto the forums. I still think um, drugs, mate. Eh? I still think drugs. Drugs, drugs. Yeah, yeah, just put it down and watch all of them and uh and then Every she'll... time, every time she wa- every time you sit her down to watch Next Generation, you sprinkle a bit of coke into a cup of tea. So she gets a <laughs> she gets a feeling of alleviation every time she watches Star Trek. Oh, no, that's a good so idea. She's like, hey, you know, every time I watch Star Trek, I feel great for about fifteen minutes and then I start to slow down a bit. You want a cup of tea, love? Oh yeah, I'd be good. Oh, it's wicked. Oh, Picard's wicked. And then you know Yeah. They get like a, a Pavlovian response mechanism. Yeah. As soon as they see the Enterprise going to warp in the title sequence. The endorphins get the released. Endorphins get released. <laughs> There's a sudden rush of blood. You you sort of think to yourself, Oh, why, why am I feeling so great? Star Trek's on brilliant. Ah, oh, let's watch Star Trek. You know, yeah, you there you go. Stick a bit of coke. It, it might be expensive, but you're a doctor. It might you can be afford it. it. Might be expensive. Might be somewhat ethically dubious. Um, nah, you tell us. I don't <laughs> think so. I think it's perfectly in your rights to, uh, to get your woman onto Star Trek. Then do so. If you're a girl and you want to get your boyfriend onto Star Trek, if you if you're a girl Star Trek fan and your boyfriend doesn't like Star Trek. Now, men are easier. Sex and food. Yeah, sex and food. Yeah, so <laughs> watch Star Trek with me, and I'll have sex, sex with, with you. you. Yeah, being you're in, I think we've covered that one. Well, that's yeah, it's far easier. So that's the far less daunting task. You can't really throw that at your girlfriend. I think you know, it's yeah. also probably much rarer. Probably, yeah. If yeah. I, listen, if I find a girl who said to me, listen, will you watch Star Trek with us? And I'm like, oh, I'll have sex with you. Fucking yeah, all right. Yeah. I'd be made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no real problem with that one, really. I mean, it doesn't work so well the other way around. Yeah, hey, baby. I think, you know, you know, I'll have sex saying, with you. So. I'll, I'll have sex with you if you watch Star Trek. Okay, well, you're not having sex. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Fair I don't need sex like you, you freak. No. <laughs> I'll stick with Star Trek then, bitch. <laughs> Star Trek doesn't leave me when I'm alone. Yeah. Doesn't leave me when I need it. <laughs> Just put it on at any time. John Luke is always the half of me. Oh, Patrick. Okay. Love Patrick Stewart. I wonder if there's any guys who have a thing for, for, um, old Kate. Kate Mulgrew. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there, there there must is. be. There must be. I mean, I'd, I'd probably, if she didn't open her mouth, <laughs> maybe in the dark from behind. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. 
She's not even like a mum, is she? She's not like a mum. And she's not like a... Like a teacher. She's like a teacher. Yeah, that's it. That's what puts you off. She's like a fucking teacher. Mm. She'd like, be judging me as well. Yeah. She'd, I reckon she'd be, she'd be a judger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't matter. I won't be able to leave it, uh, impulse speed. That'd be my problem. I'd be thinking about it. Yeah. All the time. Never be able to hit warp speed, you know? Yeah, God. See, let's stop talking about sex with Catherine yeah, Janeway. Please, let's um, talk about something else. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, I, I hope it all goes well for him. You know, I hope he manages to get his girlfriend. Yeah, I hope he, he does this, uh, I hope he does as well. To Star Trek, because um, it'd make his life a lot easier. And, uh, and thank you again. I cannot say this enough. Um, thank you again for the, uh, DVDs. They sit on my shelf with pride. Yeah, he was beaming um, when he was showing them to me. Yes, beaming. Positively. Um, and next to Cody Knox's Deep Space Nine yeah. as well. Uh, and it's fantastic. Cody in the dock, you've made Mike's, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So yeah, so that's 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 a lot of them. That's that's um there's a few few left. Mm. Um and uh yeah, right. We pretty much covered this one, haven't we, as far as we can uh, uh I think as so, far as we can get. I think so. Jolly good. Okay, so um apologies again for the extended break we've had from Make It So. Um it's not the first time this has happened. I think we missed a week last December or something like that. But you do a um, sterling job anyway, mate. We do you know, we do try you. to get them out every week, but sometimes it just doesn't yeah. happen. To be honest, Richard like because um, Richard was here earlier on um but had to go back because um uh, problems at home. Um and he was just saying I really, really want to do a make it so I really, really want to do a make it so I I, I just can't at the moment. Um and he was desperate to do it. And it was almost like I was desperate to do it as well. I was jonesing after two weeks. I was so annoyed last week when I couldn't do it. Um, so here we are again. And uh, hopefully we'll have uh, Mr. Smith back next week um, for your auditory pleasure. And uh, we'll be talking about something other Star Trek related. Any ideas for shows, please email them in um, or get onto the forums and talk to us about... Or oh, you can um, buy your way in, people. <laughs> buy your way in to the show. No, no, don't, don't. If you, if you, if you like your Star Trek and you, you like this show and you've got a little bit of extra <laughs> yeah, hanging around... You can around. send me some in. I don't have a lot of extra ching hanging around, but hey, go for it. You know, donate some money or, you know, Richard has set up a wish list on the internet. So on amazon.com and you can go on there and, and buy us something if you really, really want to, like these lovely chaps have done already, which is fantastic. Um, Otherwise, yeah, uh, listen to other shows that we have. I feel like a whore now. Um, do it. Do it. Um, if other other shows uh, we have, we have movies you should see with... Uh, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, um, which is our uh, movie review show. Um, and this week's episode, which is out at the moment, is Apocalypse Now. And uh, you can listen to that on iTunes and hear our rantings. <laughs> fucking Brando. <laughs> fucking Brando. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I don't need the script. I'll just make it up. No, <laughs> just, just, uh, fuck is no, amateur. Don't, don't film me in direct light. <laughs> oh, this is going to be in the shadows. Um, yeah. So you can listen to that. Uh, that's on, um, simply syndicated.com and you can listen to weekend watches with Rich and Allison and, uh, or do you think that's just bollocks with ranted Richie, ranting, ranting Richard Smith. I can't say, uh, alliteration. I have ranting problems. Richard Smith. I have problems with alliteration, you know, three words with the same letter at the beginning. It rather turns my sound. It really fucks my vocals up. <laughs> Um, and yes, yes, so you can listen to that with him. Or oh, the definitive word with the remarkable 
Remarkable, Will Trisham. You hear that? You hear that? You hear that? <laughs> this was wonderful human being who sat in front of me right what's now. The, uh, what's, what's the latest one that's out? Uh, the one that's out at the moment is Top 10 Cartoon Characters. A bit of a low yeah, brow. Top 10 Characters. <laughs> It's wicked, people. It's wicked. It's a bit lowbrow this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Usually, it's it's, it's Usually about it's topical, far, far more topical hot than spots. hot spots and interesting things. I, I listened to the one about yeah, we listened to the one about relationships. I wasn't on that one, but if you want to hear three broken men talk about how much they hate life, yeah. um, that's uh, that's a real good one. And Chav culture as well, which is yeah, probably exactly. the funniest half an hour that's ever been produced on Simply Syndicated. It's about forty-five minutes. It's about forty-five really? minutes that one. Uh, so yeah, yeah, listen to all of those and, uh, donate any money you like. Uh, if you'd like to do that, then that'd be fantastic. If not, then, um, uh, don't. Um, <laughs> you can also, uh, write a review for us on iTunes. We've got our first negative review. What for make it so? Make it so. We've got, we got a negative review in America. Some, some guy went on and basically said that, um, uh, these guys seem to hate Star Trek. Why do they do this podcast if they hate Star Trek so much? All they do is go on about how shit it is. Um, well, you know, if you went on about how brilliant it was yeah, the whole time, it'd just be need. You need it'd some be, to and fro. It'd be a bit boring. I mean, the, the fact that you've set up a podcast dedicated to Star Trek in the first well, place. This was the fundamental problem with the guy's argument, really, was the fact that, hang on a second, I spent, I spent, I spend the better part of an evening every single week talking about Star Trek <laughs> for the rest of the world to here um so clearly i hate it you know i don't waste that much time on things i hate i don't spend mm. most of my time talking about neighbors or um nuclear pussy sorry atomic kitten i don't spend that much time talking about them that much because i hate them and i don't want to waste my energy on yeah. things that i hate i love star trek yeah, you Richard got a good man you got trek. two good blokes who you know, put their all into this show. Yes. And then you get a negative comment like that. It's fine. I like, I actually quite like the negative reviews. They're quite amusing. So, cause most of the time they're slagging off the show for what it is. Yeah. Um, it's like oh, all, all most negative of the negative reviews. reviews that we've had from movies you should see have all been basically telling us what the show is. Yeah. And it's like, these guys just go off on massive rambles. They, That's they their seem point. to, they seem to do this, this, this horrible thing where they don't, they talk about films that everyone loves and no, oh, for fuck's sake, shut up. Everyone who loves the show knows what the show is mm. and we love it so yeah so anyway i'm rambling and this is the longest wind down ever and hopefully yes we'll have richard back next week <laughs> and um the chap who donated 50 quid for a microphone we can tell him his name and i feel so fucking shit that i can't remember his name anyway